the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Welcome back to Internal Conflicts Podcast. This is episode 18. Please make sure you guys are checking out Swanson Vitamins, who is sponsoring this podcast. Use our promo code ENTER20 for 20% off on swanson.com. Today we're going to be talking about what we believe is the root of racial injustice. There's ignorance in terms of not knowing and also not wanting to know, and then there's plain negligence. The Attorney General, Daniel Cameron, was seen celebrating an engagement party with his wife. Um, everyone was posting about is about how instead of charging the killers and Breonna Taylor, this is what he was doing the past weekend. So I just want to speak on that. Another topic that's also on a serious note, this trending topic that I've seen mostly on Twitter, black girls not being as respected, black girls always being put down. Of course, it started with the post of black girls posting about like their abuse and things like that. And then it comes down to black girls posting like their wings, like one black woman posted that she purchased her first Tesla and and then the whole Twitter decided to go ahead and rampage her about how she didn't actually purchase this Tesla and she's lying and blah, blah, blah. So then she had to post pictures of her in the Tesla. Like, it's just, it's sad because it was mostly black men, of course. It's sad and it's very noticeable how, just how low us women in that culture is seen. Another post we saw was from Aaliyah J. Her boyfriend bought her a used Birkin bag and everyone was going in on her about how he bought her used Birkin bag and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, once again, it's tiring. Lastly, I seen a post on Twitter that really struck me. It said black girls are 20% of girls who are enrolled in preschool, but 54% of those who are suspended. Why would you need to suspend a four-year-old? When I was in preschool, our mom jokes about how I went home and complained to her about a kid was messing with me or something like that. And she said, oh, we'll go back and, you know, mess with him back. Or it was some something childish like that. So I think I went back to school. I think I bit him or something. And then I was expelled. And this topic was really passionate for me because I remember getting a call from Mercy's preschool two, three years ago saying the parents are complaining, saying that Mercy keeps hitting the kids, blah, blah, blah. Now, this really struck me because this was the first time she reached out to me. Every day I had been picking up from Mercy. No one ever pulled me to the side and said, hey, by the way, we're getting some complaints. So that was really alarming to me because it was just like, I get a call from my daughter's school in the middle of a work day, in the middle of a school day. I'm going to think it's an emergency. So when you call me with that verbiage and with that tone, that was very alarming. Our mom was always a fighter. I mean, she'll fight anybody that came at her about her kids. I know what being a parent comes with. This is just challenges that you sign up for. This is just one of a million to come. So I decided to handle it 
a different way. I didn't come at the teachers about how I was feeling about her approach with me. Um, I immediately took her out of the school and she was enrolled into a new school within that week. She was enrolled in a new school. I left no explanation. The owner of the school called me asking me what, you know, why did I take her out? What was the problem? I left no explanation. I took her out and she was in a new school and have I had any calls or problems with her being in the school? I haven't, haven't had any calls. So that tweet really struck me. I think your approach is exactly how I would have handled it. I don't make it a habit to go back and forth either. Most importantly, it's really insufferable when mostly people who don't have kids start preaching to me about how I'm too soft on Ellis without realizing that it's really important to validate black kids. Like you said, these little girls are being suspended for what? In your example, you were clearly feeling harassed. Um, Ellis's dad is inspired by like a vigilante means to stand up for himself because he and I don't really have that in us. So when asked, what would you do if someone called Ellis the N-word? His response was at one time, oh, I'd tell him to just fight them. So while that's a start, it's tricky in this society that perceives our aggression as inappropriate purely because of our ethnicity. With Ellis, it's important that his emotions are validated and he stood up for two. And like Mercy, it's important that he's in environments that arrange for his success. Not everything will be so cushiony, as we know all too well, but validating those feelings and talking about every little rational thing that bothers him teaches him through provoking thought how to navigate life and situations and different approaches, especially right now. Some environments are just not suited and formative years don't need to be resting on those environments, building these kids up to be prepared to be doubted. Instead of questioning and tearing down, success should be uplifted. On a lighter note, this year has just been full of events. I'm curious to know, does Ellis have a bedtime? Like, I'm wondering because I'm going to be honest with you. And I've, I've been wanting to, like, post about this on Twitter or Instagram or something. But I've been kind of too scared, too, because, I don't, you know, I'm scared of, like, the whole bad mom thing. But, I mean... Mercy doesn't have a bedtime. She doesn't go to sleep at any certain time. We literally stay up probably all night until like 6 o'clock in the morning. And this is almost every single night. Does Ellis have a bedtime? I mean, do they need one? Then where are they? Are they going anywhere in the morning? I mean, of course, if we were in the middle of a school year, I would never do this. She would never do this. She would be tired. She would be sleeping and then she would wake up for school and then she would come home and then she would go to sleep. Like it would. But when she has nowhere to go, what are we doing? I mean, I do the little ABC mouse with her, have the little subscription. But other than that, I mean, she really doesn't have a bedtime. And maybe I'm a bad mom. I don't know. He has a bedtime partly because we pray every night. And what do you do after you pray bedside? And his dad calls every night. And I want to make sure he doesn't fall asleep on the phone before brushing his teeth. So generally speaking, his teeth are brushed shortly before the sun goes down, so 7 o'clock. If he's still up, I can't go to sleep without him going to sleep first anyway. So there was a good week when he realized how many movies were on Disney+, Plus, and we stayed up binging those classic Disney movies. And I felt bad about that, but we're in our house, he's in bed. My fondest memories were staying up with you guys, watching that Martin living single lineup and then BET Uncut. 
or like even on school nights listening to Hot 97 and playing the singing game all night. If he sleeps in the next morning, honestly better for me because I can't sleep past seven if I tried. So I really just get more time to do anything extra that needs to get done. During the day, he's been doing Duolingo, ABC, and he still watches Kids Learning Tube. But it's been very boring for him. Going to get the mail is an adventure. So I'm curious what school's gonna be like for him when it starts up in Connecticut. For questions, I'm mainly curious about the actual public reception of businesses standing for racial injustice, like it's a new thing. Everyone plasters this message of solidarity and even stops what they're doing to educate themselves on the movement. I'm personally curious what will come of these businesses standing in solidarity and educating themselves. I really am. And also let us know if you're complying with a bedtime with your children. Follow us on Instagram at Internal Conflicts Podcast. And yeah. Let us know 